0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Two Guys and Some Data podcast. On this show, we don't just talk about data. We talk about how you can use data to make more money. I'm Alan Abbott.
1: And I'm Larry Cavanaugh. And uh, welcome to our first podcast of 2018. Well, Alan, I'm glad to say there is one topic that I don't think we're going to have to cover this year, and that is, is direct mail dead? Uh, I think by now people have realized that direct mail is alive and vibrant Uh, really an important part of any marketing plan. Uh, Alan, did you know that this year in 2018, businesses in the U.S. will spend almost 50% more on direct mail than they will on digital advertising with Google? I did not know that. That's like $45 billion. So I think the question for 2018 is really, how well are we spending that $45 billion? Are there some ways that direct mail, uh,
0: that, that... we can use technology to help spend direct mail more effectively in 2018? That's a great question and I think the answer is obviously yes. We have, uh, in my opinion, not even begun to tap the potential uh, in direct mail. And ha- was thinking about an analogy between direct mail and video content. And if you think about the history of video content, uh, back in the old days of broadcast media, You know, the average person had, you know, three channels if you grew up where Larry grew up. uh, Two. uh, Two, okay. And seven channels if you grew up near New York City, as I did. And if you wanted to watch Bonanza, you had to be in front of the television Sunday night at nine o'clock. Then it morphed and became 40 or 50 channels, and then hundreds of channels and now streaming video content which is available on demand whenever you want it uh, makes for an almost infinite number of opportunities in video content Uh, the bad news is most direct marketers are still back in that uh, broadcast media days of three to seven channels and mailing hundreds of thousands or millions of the same catalog to a group of people uh, rather than using personalization and a lot of the technology that is available, and we should be doing better than that. Uh, so, Larry, what do you think of that
1: analogy? That makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, you know, as you point out, most direct mail is still sent in bulk. You know, at the same time to a large audience. I mean, that analogy really resonates. Uh, now, for broadcast TV, that that strategy of providing sort of the same thing at the same time to everyone. I mean, did work in its day. You got to give it that. Uh, you know, I can certainly remember on Saturday nights uh, with my brothers and sisters watching uh, the Love Boat, followed by Fantasy Island. Not so sure about this Bonanza stuff, uh, but that worked for me until I got my car keys and my driver's license and found other things to do on Saturday night. Uh, but how about you? What was your what was your event uh, TV show?
0: So our go-to shows in my house was. Um or, or were uh, Bonanza okay so you know, know. it's just one of those things uh, Ed Sullivan okay uh, The Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour and pretty much every western ever on television and I could probably recite the names of 20 of them that we used to watch uh, without any trouble at all which I don't know what that says about me <laughs> at this point um, uh, but um You know, one of the reasons I think that this analogy uh, works is also there are a lot of similarities between video content and direct mail from a format standpoint. So if you think about um, large production movies, Gone with the Wind, Star Wars, you know, Planet of the Apes, uh, lots of content, huge production values, and very similar to the large catalogs that are still published and mailed by uh, many companies. And then you have weekly television shows, which have a moderate amount of content, and they you know, continue to run week after week. And that's sort of analogous to a direct mail package series, where you, know, you send out you know, a piece of direct mail you know, now, and another one in a week, and another one in three weeks. And you might even think of the short YouTube videos as similar to postcards. Uh, Larry, can you think of another way that the analogy works?
1: I, I can. And I, I, you know, what you're saying, you know, one of the things that resonates to me about what you're saying is that sort of that form hasn't changed. You know, you've got catalog like movie. You've got series of direct mail like, uh, like TV show series. You know, the format stayed the same. But if you look at sort of what's changed in video content today versus, you know, the, uh, the old days – Uh, There's a tremendous amount of variety in video content today. You know, with the explosion of channels, you've got shows now that are, you know, they're still in that same format, but they're super targeted. You know, uh, think about things like, you know, Ice Road Truckers, or I'm sure one of your favorites, Say Yes to the Dress, Uh, or uh, Portlandia, uh, one of my favorites. Uh, you know, these are like super niche shows that never would have worked in the days of broadcast TV, but have, you know, really loyal followings today and, and can work in today's world. So while, direct, you know, in the direct mail world today, you can actually do something like that. I mean, digital printing today absolutely allows for the kind of explosion of variety that we've seen in video content. You know, you can have, you know, uh, an incredible different number of different versions of, Postcards, or trifold,s or or even catalogs. Alan, I think we've spoken in the past on this broadcast about how some grocery stores today uh, are printing, you know, the sale flyers that they've always printed, you know, the sixteen page flyers, but they're actually uh, putting different products into different flyers, so that two people who live next door to each other might get, uh, you know, incredible variety. You know, one is going to get a flyer that has the products that speak to them and the other is going to get uh, a flyer that has products that speak to them. They're not going to get the same flyer uh, like they would have, you know, 20 or 30 years ago. Uh, They're going to get the kind of variety that video content now offers today. Uh, I think you're right on though. Most of direct mail is still stuck in that past
0: where there's no variety and like everybody gets the same thing. Uh, Yeah. So I I shop at, you know, one of those grocery stores that uh, provides those personalized flyers and it's really interesting because it's it's not that hard. The templates are exactly the same. Yep. If you, if you if you study it, but it's just that you know they're dropping images in and they're dropping copy in specific to those products based on the, the data they collect from the uh, from the loyalty cards. So yep. it, it you know, a lot of possibilities out there and and a lot of the industry is lagging far behind. Uh, but let's um, let's take a short break from the discussion and let's move to this episode's trivia question which just happens to be about personalization. Ooh. So the question is, when it comes to maintaining consumer loyalty, how important is personalization?
1: Oh, man. I, I really like it when you give me questions around science and technology, these you know, sort of family feud styles, how popular is it? All right, I'm going to give it my best, but uh, we're going to have to see.
0: Okay, so while you're thinking about that, how else can we use uh, our broadcast media analogy to improve direct mail in 2018?
1: All right, well, let me get out of that trivia question and switch gears here. So, uh, you know, another big difference uh, if you think about how video content uh, appears today is how people consume it. You know, as we've already talked about in the old days, you know, whether it was Bonanza or whether it was the Love Boat, uh, you had to be in one spot at the right time in order to see that show. Well, streaming content and DVRs have completely blown up that that sort of old paradigm. Uh, now consumers uh, can choose when they want to watch a show, and people watch shows at the time that's convenient for them. Now, most direct mail is still sent out in these big batches that all go out at the same time. You know, we know that uh, many of the people receiving that direct piece of direct mail, they're getting it at the wrong time. They're not in the market right now. It's not the right time for them to get that piece. Uh, but, you know, we still do it that way. But it doesn't have to be that way. Uh, consumers are leaving all kinds of clues for us to let us know when is actually the right time to send a piece of direct mail. You know, One of the things that Navistone, uh, our data science team, has uncovered is that uh, when visitors visit a particular website, we can break them into five different clusters based on where they are on their path to purchase. We see a big difference in response rate between people who are in the cluster that's closest to buy and people who are in the cluster who are really just beginning to uh, shop around. There's a, there's a huge opportunity for direct mail to pay attention to that kind of signal and really time direct mail that's sent out so that it's hitting people at the time then, uh, at the time when they're actually ready to consume that piece of direct mail. All right, Alan. Have we have we beaten this thing to death, or uh, is there something else to talk about on
0: it? No, I think there's definitely one other thing to discuss here, and, and that is the topic of personalization. Uh, so, as you said, you know, streaming video has changed broadcast media forever, and there are an infinite number of channels available. Whether you want to watch, you know, bullfighting from Spain or a documentary be a documentary about grasshoppers in Malaysia, you can likely find it. Uh, uh, online, and since I often stay in an Airbnb uh, here in Cincinnati that doesn't have a television, I've had uh, ample opportunity to explore streaming video, especially on Netflix. So, um, because of that variety of content that's available, you know, play, uh, Hulu and Netflix and Amazon and others now actually recommend shows for you based on what you've watched previously. And I think Hulu has taken it a step further. They, they're now airing new commercials with Anna Kendrick, where they're talking about you know uh, a TV a series of TV shows or a TV station just for Anna. <laughs> and they've you know they've taken it that far. And direct mail has the same opportunity. Uh, you know, digital presses and sophisticated image and copy storage systems allow us to individualize direct mail content any way we want to. And you know what's holding us back there is only our imagination. The technology is available. Uh, and intent data from website visits provides a really excellent opportunity to send personalized messages to a consumer uh, and sort of walk them through the, um, uh, the purchase cycle and then hit them hard when they're ready to buy. And again, the only thing stopping us is we we haven't thought about this enough. We haven't spent enough time. We're so busy worrying about what next week's email is going to be uh, that you know we're not thinking about how we can use this new technology to just do a better job. Uh, and you know, it's just really our imaginations, and there are some great imaginations in this industry. So uh, let's go back to our tribute question, uh, which was, when it comes to maintaining consumer loyalty, how important is personalization?
1: So my guess is, if I just say very, that's not what you're looking for. So can you give me a sense of, like, what's, what is, are you looking for, uh, you know, like I say, is this family feud, or are you looking for
0: 57% of the people say, or what are you looking for here? So what percentage of people would you say okay. abandoned a brand because of poor personalization experiences? Mm.
1: Hmm. hmm. Uh, all right. I'm going to take a total shot here and say sixty percent.
0: Uh, okay. Here, that's that's actually a little higher. Okay. Um, uh, so, according to a recent study by Accenture on the topic of hyper-relevant customer experience. Yeah. Which sounds like something that Accenture would do a study on. Yeah. Uh, four out of ten consumers switched companies in 2017 due to poorly executed personalization.
1: Oh, so I was saying sixty percent like over the entire life of the brand in a single, in a single year, year. In a single
0: year uh, yeah, 40%. Yes. And the cost wow. of those defections five hundred, I'm sorry, seven hundred and fifty six billion dollars. Wow. So this is this is serious stuff here. And you know to, just to summarize a little bit, uh, granted that the technology required uh, to uh, to make this analogy between broadcast and and direct mail happen has has only been developed in the last four to five years a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about was not available seven eight ten years ago uh it has been available for four to five years so you know we have the ability to get out there and personalize and individualize messaging for consumers uh through really any uh type of direct mail whether it's a catalog or a postcard uh, or a traditional you know envelope piece and again we just have to think about it more and get out there and and do it so uh, let's get going
1: very good no I think you're right we're this is a this is a Renaissance period this is a uh, a time when how we use direct mail is about to switch and shift in the same way broadcast TV has morphed into this world of you know hyper variety and um, on you know on-demand uh, videos I'm you know, I'm excited. I think the next 10 years in direct mail are going to be very interesting. So uh, that'll do it for, an, uh, for this episode of Two Guys and Some Data. Uh, we'll be back shortly with more tips for using data to help you actually make more money. In the meantime, if you want to read more from us, check us out at navastone.com blog. And if you enjoyed today's show, head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Thank you for listening. I'm Larry Cavanaugh.
0: And I'm Alan Abbott, and we'll see you next time.